Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me this week. Uh, Today, I want to talk about sort of a way of being in the world that's been forming for me for years, but I feel like I finally have the words to speak on it and to speak on why this shift into this way of being has just been so beneficial for my life, um, especially for my work. So yeah, let's get right to it. So I want to talk about this question that I think comes up a lot um, in the spiritual world. Are you living in delusion? And if you read the title of this episode, you already know that my answer to that is yes, and that's okay. And I'm going to get into why that is. I think that this uh, perspective shift is one of the most powerful perspective shifts I've ever experienced in my life. It's changed the way that I interact with the world. I would argue that every single person is living in delusion. Every single one of us lives in our own unique reality that we're seeing through our own unique lens, and it is not the same as anyone else's reality. So all of us are living in our own delusion. And I guess if you don't like the world delusion, you could just say we're all living in our own version of reality with our own lens, but every single human being has their unique lens and their unique version of reality. So the question really isn't, are you living in delusion? The question is, are you living in a delusion that serves your most authentic self? that serves your most authentic desires, because those are also completely unique to you. No two people have the exact same authentic wants, desires, and values in this life. The question that I started asking myself, and this has been a process, I'm summing it up here. This has been a long, long process, and I'm still in it. I'm never gonna not be in it. But what I started asking myself is, What do I truly want in life? Like, what does my authentic Brittany Wittig blueprint want in this life? What do I truly want to feel and experience? As I answered those questions for myself, I began choosing the delusion, choosing the reality, choosing the beliefs and the lens that support me living a life where I experience those desires, those wants, those experiences. So for example, my values, the things that I authentically want for myself. Now I'm not talking about ethics. This is, that's a whole different conversation. I'm talking about my personal inner desires and wants and priorities for myself in this existence. I want to feel joy, connection, and pleasure. Those are like the three biggies for me. And I want to have a unique 
adventurous, and fun life experience. And I would actually add in that I also um, want to feel as though my life has had meaning. That's another one that's very important for me. So those are my priorities. Those are like foundationally deep, deep, deep down. Those are the things that I truly, truly want. The things that I truly, truly care about. I think freedom is baked into that as well. But getting down to like the real bones of what you desire is the key here. And it's been a long process. And I'm again, I'm still doing it. There's probably going to be shifts in this that happen over the years. But right now, I feel more in touch with my authentic wants and desires than I've ever, ever been. And the ones that I listed are the ones that I absolutely know for certain are authentic to me. I choose to live in a delusion that supports me experiencing these feelings, that supports me having this life experience that is what I authentically desire and value. So what does that mean? Well, in my case, I choose to believe that the universe is benevolent, that everything that happens to me happens for me. So when something goes wrong, and I'm using air quotes in my life, when I experience a challenge, when something happens that maybe I would not have chosen, I choose to look at that thing from another angle. What can I learn from this? How can this serve me? That's one of the beliefs that I run in my reality, in my delusion, that is incredibly empowering and helpful. I choose to believe also that when I jump off a metaphorical cliff, the universe is always going to catch me with a net. This is something that I firmly believe. This is the lens I see my life through. And because of that, it allows me to jump off of metaphorical cliffs so much more easily than if I did not choose to live in that particular delusion, um, believe that particular thing about reality. And I recognize that these beliefs are essentially my chosen delusion. I recognize that other people that I run into in the world are not going to be running these same beliefs. Some people might, but a lot of people that I run into are not going to see the world that way. That's not going to be their reality or their lens that they're living through. And that's okay. Because like I said, we're all living in a delusion. They have their delusion that they're living in, and it's up to them to decide what world they want to live in and how that impacts their experience. So where I think my fear work has really come in handy with this is that in order to really stay true to my personal delusion, the reality that I personally want to live in, I have to be okay with being misunderstood by other people, by many, 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 many other people, maybe even most other people. I don't know, because... A lot of people do not see reality through my same lens. A lot of people uh, look at those beliefs that I run about reality and judge them. They find them offensive. They find them 
uh, delusional. (laughs) And so I have to be okay with being judged, being misunderstood. And that's been a real process of working through the fear of judgment, which is the fear of rejection. And ultimately realizing that people whose delusions, whose realities align the most closely with mine, those are the people that I'm going to want to have in my reality. Those are the people who I'm going to want to connect with in my reality. And it's absolutely okay if I don't connect with, you know, 90% of humans, maybe more. I don't know. That's a total, I just made that number up off the top of my head, but it's okay. It's okay if I'm not connecting with people whose realities are vastly different than mine. That makes sense. And I'm okay with it. One thing, though, that's definitely true is when you start to really authentically lean into your own version of reality, when you start to really honor your own values, your own priorities, what you authentically truly want, what your soul deeply desires. And that's what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about peeling off the layers of what your ego might want, which might be like status, attention, you know, all these things that I think a lot of a lot of egos want and digging down below that into what your soul truly wants for you. Once you do that and once you start really living in alignment with what your soul truly, truly wants for you and again, This is a process. It's not a destination that you're going to get to because I'm still very much in it. We're all very much in it. You will find that you begin to experience criticism and judgment, like I said, from people who don't agree with your version of reality, with your lens of reality. And sometimes that criticism can be very powerful and very helpful because that's how we learn from each other, right? So I'm not saying that we like get ourselves into our reality and then ignore all other humans' perspectives forever. That would be, uh, I think, narcissistic and super unhealthy. (laughs) I'm not a psychologist, but it wouldn't be good. However, not everyone's criticism is going to be helpful for you. It really depends on what their priorities are, what their values are as compared to yours, right? where they're at in their reality versus where you are in yours. So I have a process for this. It's actually really simple, but I want to share it because as I sort of put this into words over the last six months, oh my gosh, it's been life-changing. It's so valuable. Basically, when someone criticizes me and my way of being in the world, My ego gets all flustered, just like everyone else's, okay? First of all, I want to say that. But once I work through my egoic reaction, then I get real with myself, okay? And I ask myself, how good do I feel about the area of my life that is being criticized? Is this an area of my life that I feel great about, that I love the way it's going? Is it what I want ideally? Or... Is it an area of my life where I'm struggling? If it's an area of my life that's not amazing, then of course I'm going to consider this criticism. I'm going to think about it and I'm going to discern whether it's helpful for me. And we'll get into that a little bit. But 
first of all, the first thing, if this criticism is about an area of my life where I feel like I am so aligned with myself, like I'm rocking it, I love the way it looks, I love my experiences in that area of my life, then why would I entertain criticism about that area of my life? Why would I do that to myself? So I want to use an example here. And this is really an experience that honed this way of looking at the world for me. So I'm going to use it as an example. My example is going to be about relationships, okay? And I'm not just talking romantic. I'm talking all relationships. So I recently went through a really rough breakup with a good friend. Recently being, you know, in the past six months. And towards the end of that that breakup, which was a process, uh, this friend handed me a list of criticisms about how I should, and I'm using air quotes, be different in relationships. Ouch. (laughs) Right? Ouch, 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 ouch. And at first, of course, my ego reacted and got all defensive. But once I let that reaction happen and let my ego do what it needed to do, you know, feel what it needed to feel. Then I was able to get below the ego to my soul. And I asked myself, okay, seriously, let's look at the, our social life. Let's look at our, my soul and me is what I mean by that. Let's look at my social life. Let's look at my relationships. Am I happy with that area of my life? And What I realized, I mean, instantly, this was very obvious because I love that area of my life. I love my social life. I love the relationships, the connections that I have built for myself. I have deep, long-term chosen connections with a beautiful community of loving, grounded, independent, intelligent people. I am in, and I'm sure most of you know this because I've talked about my partner, Tom, a lot. I'm in a truly romantic, healthy, soulmate partnership that is actually a dream come true. It's like the partnership that I always dreamed of. So my relationships are awesome. Like my social life is really solid. I'm really proud of the way that I have aligned it with my wants, my desires, and my values. Am I perfect in relationships? No, of course not. Nobody is. Could I work on some things? Always. And I'm always growing. I'm always expanding. And is my way of being in relationships the way everyone else should be? Again, with air quotes, in relationships. No, absolutely not. But it aligns with my life, my values, and the way that I want to be experiencing this reality. It works. It's working. And so I just accepted that list of criticisms as this other person's truth, part of her personal reality, the way that she experiences reality. And then I let it go. I basically threw it away. Because why would I put time and energy into making changes that were suggested by someone else that don't serve my chosen reality, my chosen experience, 
when I'm looking at that area of my life and knowing how beautiful and fulfilling and joyful it is. So I let it go. This could apply to any area of your life where you're presented with pushback or criticism. Let's say that you get some criticism, maybe harsh criticism from someone. The first thing to ask yourself is if you love that area of your life. Is that area of your life successful for you in your definition of success? That's all that matters. So is that area of your life successful for you in your definition of success? And you do have to be honest with yourself. So you may, when you get this criticism, you may have an initial ego reaction. That's natural. It's okay. Let that move through you before you consider this next step of looking at your life and seeing if that area of your life is truly where you want it to be. So I'm going to use an example of this also. This is a hypothetical. This hasn't really happened, but I want to give you an example of the opposite as well. For example, one area of my life where I'm making lots of changes and where I know that I'm not living my ideal is my financial life. So if someone handed me a list of criticisms about that area of my life, about my financial life, my ego would probably get really defensive right away and want to say something like, you don't know me, I'm just fine financially. But that would be a lie because my financial life is not in alignment with my soul, my values, what I truly want to experience in this life. So I would let my ego have its tantrum. And when I say let my ego have its tantrum, I mean privately. I would work through it privately. I'm not going to vomit that all over other people. I'm going to work through that privately. And then after that, I would take a look at this list of criticisms. And one big thing I would do is I would discern whether the person criticizing me is living a financial reality that I would want. So look at that area of that person's life. You know, they're criticizing me about my financial life. Okay, are they living a financial life that I would want or that is closer to where I want to be? If they're not, then again, this list of criticisms probably isn't useful because their reality doesn't align with what I desire. But if they are, then absolutely, hell yes, I would take a good long list at those criticisms, do some shadow work, dig into it so that I could use those criticisms to grow and to move closer to alignment in that area of my life. Okay, so hopefully this has been helpful. For me, this way of being has been an absolute game changer. This perspective shift has just shot my life up to the next level in such a really glorious way. So this brings me around to my newest offer, which I actually just debuted yesterday. And I'm so excited about this. I'm going to be offering sessions called Infinite Self Sessions. We all have an infinite number of ourselves in the multiverse. And if you have questions about the multiverse, go back to the very early days of this podcast. And I think it's episode four, where I explain the multiverse in like really easy to understand terms. 
We all have many selves in the multiverse, past selves, future selves, even parallel selves. And in these sessions, these infinite self sessions, I'm opening up my channel and allowing the universe to guide you. So I'm verbally guiding you to the versions of yourself that have the most powerful information for you based on whatever it is you need guidance in. And of course, when we meet, we have a talk about this first. And then we can ask these versions of you anything. We can ask about anything, anything that you need advice, guidance, information, even if you just want whatever messages are for your highest good. And then I use energy work to open up your connection to this version of you so that you can receive more easily and so that you can receive directly from them, which is unlike my channel greetings where I'm an intermediary between you and your guides. Because we're connecting with yourself, I'm just using energy to open up that connection and then you receive directly. So I've done this work with coaching clients over the years and it's so powerful because you are your most powerful guide. You truly know what you want. You truly know what you desire, what your values are. But sometimes it's not easy to access our truest, most authentic self, as we all know, because our ego, our psyche, our human brain really can get in the way of that. So we're basically, basically, I'm helping you to access your biggest, truest, most authentic self so that you can receive guidance, the guidance that is unique to you, the guidance that serves your delusion, your version of reality. So if you would like to book an infinite self session, I would love to work with you. Head to the show notes or you can send me a DM on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a topic that I've been wanting to talk about. Just feels so juicy. I would love to know if this was helpful. If you are on Spotify, I think you can leave a comment. If you're on Instagram, you can DM me. I would love to talk about this. And as always, if you're listening and you're getting value from this podcast, if you can leave a review, if you can take a screenshot and share it, if you can leave a rating, if you're on Spotify, it's immensely helpful. That is really the way that more and more people can find the podcast going forward. Thank you so much. Sending you all lots of love for this week.